0: Eight to five. Eight to five. Let's get it. let get it. Eight to five. 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 Welcome, welcome, everyone, to floor fourteen of Corporate Courtney. I am your host, Courtney Johnson. And I wanted to take this time at the beginning of the podcast to talk about a lot of you guys are in my inbox regaling at the idea that you've beat the Courtney system and you are my friend outside of work, which is hilarious to me because it's not one of you. It's like a bunch of you who feel this way. And I will say this and I will leave it at that. There are exceptions to the rule. Some of you think you are exceptions to the rule and you are not. But there is at least one out there who I will say made it from being a co worker to an outside friend. And just count your lucky stars and, you know, don't hold your breath. Things change in a snap around here. My best friend will tell you always waiting for the shoe to drop. The bottom of the boat will let out, and somehow friendship will die. <laughs> It's an actual terrible outlook on friendships, and I really need to work on it. But again, me, Jesus, and the therapist, we'll get to it. But speaking of therapist, I think I'm just going to take this week to kind of vent to you all. I guess that's how I want to put it. I don't have anything special planned or um, set for this week's episode, but. As I was trying to think about what's going on with me in corporate America and in the office place, I couldn't really pick a great topic to discuss. And it finally hit me that it is because I have been so unmotivated lately. When quarantine first happened and or the shelter in places or whatever you guys want to call it, when a lot of us started working from home consistently Um, my life got extremely busy. I know for a lot of people, the narrative is a little different and the things were slow, but I was at all time high. We had so many different initiatives being kicked off. We were trying to fix so many different problems. We had new customers with new needs that we were trying to meet, trying to fix bugs and issues that we see in our product from customers who've already used the product and saw things different as we were changing things. There were a lot of late nights. There was weekend work. And for the most part, that always sucks, but it keeps you going. When you have a lot of things to do and the pressure is on and you're burning the candle on both ends of the stick, You're moving, you're making progress, you're doing things, and you can push through because there's light at the end of the tunnel. We can't work this way forever. But once it did kind of die down and I made it to the other side of the tunnel, things kind of went back to normal. And normal for me wasn't great before the pandemic. I was actually in much need of a vacation, was trying to hold out for my May 20th Portugal trip, which didn't happen, R.I.P., thanks COVID, but I was frustrated, and I won't say stuck because I believe that you can always pivot, you can make a change out of anything, but for the most part, for what's generically known, um, for the feeling that I was having at work, I felt stuck, and it comes from a lot of pain points that happen in corporate America. There's so much political gaming and red tape and bureaucracy that goes into how corporate America runs and works that sometimes progress is hindered by all of it. And don't get me wrong, I'm no crazy person. I completely understand that some of this red tape is important and bureaucracy keeps things in place and in line and it gives order and protects us legally from different things and I get it. But sometimes it's Power struggles and misalignment and other bullshit that just doesn't really need to happen. And for a while, I had fallen victim to that blocking. I describe it to all my friends all the time as running on a hamster wheel. I'm going as fast as I possibly can, but I'm not going anywhere. There's no progress. I'm doing the same thing the same mistakes are being made, the same blockers are coming up. There's no sense of actual progression going on. And I'm working tirelessly to do it. So not only am I not progressing or making any changes, I'm exhausted from it. And for anyone who's ever been in that situation, a lot of the advice you always get is, well, be the change you want to see. Start start trying to think outside of the box and make some things happen. But in my case, every time I think outside of the box, I run into that red tape I was talking about. And the best next steps from leadership is always to start over, but that we're learning things in the process, right? So there is no bad mistakes. There's always a learning lesson. And as long as we've learned something, um, we're succeeding. And that's true in a sense. But for someone who derives success based off of outcomes, it is very hard for me to get behind that continuously. You know, once or twice, I understand we've progressed. But for some of these things, I've been doing it over and over again for about a year and a half now. And I don't see anything actually tangibly coming to fruition, which is frustrating. And as a manager, that means the people underneath me are also suffering the same thing. So I know that I have not only my tuckered out feelings, my frustration for the whole process, but then I'm having to also tote the party line to people underneath me and understanding their frustration as well and that they don't Or feeling that they don't see, think that I see what they see or feel how they feel. And that's difficult because I work on being fully transparent. My engineers know exactly how I'm feeling, when I'm feeling it. And honestly, it just, it makes me feel like there's a camaraderie as a part of the teamwork. So it doesn't feel like they're alone. But it's my job to remove blockers and to remove roadblocks and... In these instances, I'm not doing such, but I'm being regarded as someone who's doing well in the position in the job. But I've got a sense of guilt around all of the work that I'm doing or not doing. And the guilt weighs on me as well as all of the running and as well of the lack of progress. So it's just a compounding negative effect from nothing truly happening. But I'm the type of person who's going to run all out. I am giving it my all on this hamster wheel. And every time I think that I can throw my hands up and be like, fine, if we're not making it nowhere, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to do me and they're going to do them. And then they're going to realize we're not making it anywhere, unfortunately. My actual personality takes over and I fight the good fight and I don't even recognize that I'm fighting the good fight until I'm frustrated all over again. And then I go, dang it, I got caught up and I'm running on the hamster wheel again. I'm a glutton for punishment. And this happens to me often. It's just my personality type. Um, When I first started working in corporate America, I was in a similar, yet a little different position. I felt like I was progressing, but I was tuckering myself out. And my dad explained it perfectly. He was like, you're like a puppy you play fetch with. You know, you throw the stick out a little far and the puppy runs and they get it and they bring it back to you as fast as possible. And you're like, oh my God, how cute. This is awesome. Then you throw it a little bit further And the puppy runs a little bit further, but he's going to make it back to you in the same amount of time because he's excited. He wants to prove you right. And you're like, this is so cute. But after the while, you get tired of throwing the stick. So you're going to keep throwing it further and further. So you make it a little bit harder for the puppy. But the puppy's going to give you all the energy and all it can do just because it's so excited. I'm the puppy. I am getting tasks that are further and further out. I'm excited to do the work and to please and to get going and being successful, but eventually I'm exhausted and I'm burnt out. And unlike the dog park, no one's going to pick me up and carry me to the car. So I either die there or I have to find an exit strategy because I'm going to have to keep running. And at no point has it ever stopped, occurred to me to stop and take a water break. <laughs> so now in this new role, I'm not a puppy. I'm a hamster. and I'm going to get this exercise. I'm going to run as fast, as fast as I possibly can. But at least when I was a puppy, I was bringing the stick home, right? Now, I'm not quite sure what I'm doing. And I'm getting th- positive feedback from management and upper management, like leadership. They love me. They respect me. They always reassure me that, you know, I'm doing great work and that nothing I'm doing is for naught and they've always got these great numbers and spins that they've got for everything because they have to explain it to their leadership as well. I mean, it's a never-ending ladder. But at the end of the day, I truly don't feel like anything is changing or anything is progressing. So I'm now at a point where I am highly unmotivated. I... At least don't have to go into the office, which is nice. So before the pandemic, I was dreading to get dressed, dreading to go in, looking for long lunch breaks, looking for ways to get home early. And now I'm at a point where I don't even have to get dressed. I log on the latest I possibly can. I log off as early as I possibly can. I feel lethargic. And I know I'm not giving it my best, but that's because I don't think I know where my best can go. At this point, the hamster wheel is moving, but it's not going nearly as fast as it was at the beginning of the year. And it's certainly not going as fast as it was last year. And with the added pressure of that, this is a pandemic. So there's only so much I can do after quote unquote work. Um talk to my friends, go to the gym, go for walks, you know, patios and whatnot. Even Urban League meetings are on Zoom, so I'm still just in the house, kind of just waiting for time and taking stuff off. So there's little excitement in my day. There's little escape in my day. And so the unmotivation just kind of bleeds throughout everything else I'm doing. Everything is kind of like in a slow motion draw right now. And if things are in slow motion for me, that means they're in slow motion for my team. And it's a little bit different when you're in a leadership position and you also know that there's no progress actually being made because the same two bits of how successful I'm doing and how much value I'm providing to the company and yada, yada, yada that I'm getting from my upper management, I make sure to share with my team as well. But I also make sure to explain to them why we are going in such slow motion. And that, from a leadership perspective, is 50-50. A lot of leadership styles believe that shielding people from all of the bureaucracy makes it easier for people to just do the tasks that you're providing them. And a lot of the blame falls on you, and that's just kind of the job. You know, you're supposed to fall on the sword. I, however, believe that If I can explain to them where the roadblocks are coming from and why I can't help them progress, it helps them to feel like they're not alone in the struggle, that someone is trying different outlets to make things happen, and they're just not working. And it shows the inefficiencies in the company versus just on me, which may not be fair, and it may not be the right leadership style. We may never know. But for me, it works. One, because I get to say, I understand that you're frustrated and that makes them feel like they can trust me. So when we do have an approach and we do have something to try, they know that I've actually worked it out to make it work. They know that it's not just me coming up with something off the top of the dome. It means that I've solved something and I'm trying to work through it or, or we're trying something new that gives them a little hope and a little motivation in their day, but I know it's not enough. I know that that makes it worse. And for some people, this situation is awesome. You can kick back, relax, and when it all comes crashing down, you pick up and you go. And, you know, if you're not getting fired, everything's a win-win. But kind of like I mentioned, it's just not my personality style. So I feel unmotivated. And that stuck feeling puts a lot of pressure and anxiety on me because I feel like I should be doing more, and I'm not. So I'm creating situations and scenarios to do more and finding myself in the same place. It's like Monopoly, and you just get keep pulling the go-to-jail card. You're never going to be able to buy a boardwalk at this rate. But there are so many, so many go-to-jail cards in my deck right now At one point, you just got to be like, someone's cheating. This game is not set up to be played this way. But it is. I'm not the only one going through it. It won't be the first time. I mean, it's not the first time and it won't be the last time that I have to go through it. Sometimes it's the name of the game. And if someone else were coming to me with this scenario in this situation, I would probably suggest... Talking to your leadership, making sure they know that you don't feel you're progressing or that there's a lack of value in the work that you're doing. Unfortunately, I am aware that I have done this and there's just no change to be made. So too, I would suggest them to leave this position. Um, Look for a new challenge. Try something new. Um, Every time that you're, you're doing a new challenge, you're growing. And so that begins to get you unstuck. However... We are in a pandemic, and I am very grateful to even have a job when there are thousands and thousands of people being furloughed every day and unemployment is at its all-time high. That seems ridiculous for me to try to strike out and do something different or new. I also, like I said, am a glutton for punishment, and I kind of want to see this through. When some of these roadblocks do clear up, I want to see the end of this product. I want to see it make it to its end goal, and I want to be able to feel good about it. I want to see the celebration in it. And I don't want to let my leadership down because as unmotivated and as frustrated as I'm feeling, I have to understand that they're also feeling that way. If I expect my engineers who are underneath me to respect and understand that I feel what they're feeling and I'm working hard to try and mitigate it, I also have to realize that my leadership is doing the same. So I don't want to leave them hanging to fight the good fight all by themselves or to fight the good fight and to have to get someone else up to speed. And I'm a millennial. Company lines don't mean anything to me. They would fire me tomorrow with a in a heartbeat and not feel any type of way. I should be able to leave any type of way. And I wholeheartedly believe that. So if you don't ever overestimate your relationships with people in the office place but i do like who i work for for the most part and at this point it's not enough of a problem for me to quit or leave i'm not saying i never will i'm not saying that tomorrow that is when this episode comes out i didn't already do it but courtney right now is saying that's not really an option for me at this point or third option create new scenario lay down new track on your hamster wheel. It'll keep rolling and you may end up in the same place and it may feel like work for the sake of work, but at least you're trying and maybe you're learning something different. And at this point that's kind of where I am. Now the new track on the hamster wheel may not be as pretty as the third time it was laid down and again I'm not running nearly as fast, but I am going to try and make it happen because at the end of the day, I'm not one of those people who can just put their feet up and watch SVU episodes while work is happening on an unended timeline. Something's got to change and some work has to be done. And I've got to figure out how to get that right balance where I'm not burning myself out running in motion in the same place, but also rewarding myself with the feeling of getting something done. Because at the end of the day, work is for me as well. And if my end goal is to feel value and validation from the work that I'm doing, then I've got to create my own scenario. Even if I feel at the end of the day, it's fantasy and it will go nowhere. Now, if you're different from me, and that drive to be successful no matter what is not innate, And I realize that that is a lot of people. So if you are unmotivated and at this point what you're really trying to get to is motivation, that is completely different. Um, Because at the end of the day, I like getting paid on time. And I get paid on time all the time. Otherwise, I'm talking to leadership. I'm CCing managers. I'm CCing directors. Uh, We need to figure out where this money thing is going. And if that's not motivating you to get to what you need to be doing, if that's not getting you where you need to be, you need to stop and reevaluate why you are having trouble getting yourself motivated to do the work that you need to do. And that could be from a number of things. You could have trouble being motivated because you're sick of the people that you're working with. You're sick of the work that you have to do. Um, you're irritable. You could just be in a space where you don't feel like doing it, um, And something that a lot of people touch upon lately but is not wildly discussed is mental health. If you're depressed, there's no amount of motivation that's going to get you going. And I want to make sure that everybody is very clear on when I stand for that. If you are having trouble getting out of bed, everything seems dark and bleak, and you aren't able to get yourself going or driving, you may want to seek professional help. I'm not saying you have to be medicated. And if therapy is not for you, talking to strangers may not help it. But there's, you're going to have to find something or someone to help you get through that. Because, like I said, nothing else is going to drive you to do it. You're not going to just magically come up and be motivated. Now, if what you're going through is not necessarily depression, it's just um, being unenthused with what you've got going, step off the hampshire wheel for a day. Take a mental health day or a personal day or a sick day and just really reassess what is important to you, what drives you, what what does give you passion to move. And if you can't align your work with that, I think it is important that you start to look for other opportunities. And I know, again, I've mentioned These are a little bit different times than usual, so you could be going through a situation where you are unmotivated and your work doesn't align with passion or purpose, but you can't really get other opportunities, and I do believe that you should be looking for them, even if we are in a pandemic. It doesn't ever hurt to search. Um, I know it looks bleak and it seems bleak, but... It's typically people who already have jobs that can always find another job. It's those who are unemployed that it becomes a level of stress and struggle, which is a self eating watermelon within and of itself. But if you can't find another job or if leaving just really isn't an option for you, try to find something in that list that you did on your off day off the wheel that you can achieve. Even if it's just one thing where you can drive yourself to say, hey, I knocked this out. Take it because you've got to give yourself a little compassion. And if you can knock one thing off or you can align with something that actually makes you happy to do it, then try to break it down that way. Small steps, I guess, is what I'm suggesting here. And it's not some world class advice. I know you're probably rolling your eyes like, girl, ain't nothing about one little thing aligning with my passion going to make this whole day flow better and it won't you're not wrong you judging me you're doing perfectly fine in fact kudos to you for judging me you can call that part of your passion and check it off your list for the day but you got to try something and when that one thing happens maybe go to two and just kind of ride the wave until we can figure out how to get out of these hamster cages all together because that's all corporate america is is a little hamster cage and some of us have nicer hamster cages than others. And some of us are having a ball in our hamster cage. But eventually, we're going to have to get out of the cage. That's why I invest so much in my 401k, which we'll talk about on another episode. But you, you got to do something to make it worthwhile. Otherwise, you're just slowly dying. And I may be slowly dying. <laughs> um, so I know I didn't wrap that up in a pretty little bow. It's because I don't really have a pretty little bow for myself. So if you have suggestions or if you're in a similar state and you just want to commiserate with someone else who's going through it right now, um, please feel free to contact me at the corporate Courtney podcast at gmail.com or on social media at underscore corporate court. And that's all I've got for you guys this week. Um, I want to thank you guys for continuing to listen. You guys have been great. And this episode may not be the most exciting because, again, my unmotivation is seeping into everything, (laughs) Um, unfortunately, which is this podcast as well. But hopefully um, next week is a little less bleak and exciting. And maybe you guys actually have stories that we can talk about this again and maybe get on the same page or a time where you've gotten out of it and you've got better advice than I've given. Um, would love to hear that. Would love to get feedback. So thank you guys for listening and until next week, toodles.